Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Clan from the Stands. Uh, again, we have a full house tonight, Colin, Bill, Chris and myself, Ross. Uh, and tonight we're going to discuss a number of things, so we'll reflect back in the recent games since our last podcast. Uh, we'll talk a bit about um, the injuries that we sustained and, and any updates on incoming players. Uh, we'll then go on to talk about some of the special team uh, performances of late. Uh, and then we'll finish up with a preview of the of the upcoming games. A big week for the clan with the the Gardner Conference um, on the line tomorrow. Hopefully coming back to back to Brayhead and then the triple uh, triple header against Belfast in the Big Challenge Cup semi final. So since we last spoke, uh, five games and so nine points out of a possible ten. So the purple patch continues, which is fantastic. Um, we had. Uh, Last week we had, or a couple of weeks ago, we had the three games. So we're at home to five two one victory there, a three two overtime loss in five, and then the four two win away at MK, a uh, five point weekend out of six. And then just this weekend gone, we beat the Manchester Storm six four at Brayhead, and then we beat uh, Dundee Stars uh, on the Sunday four uh, three in overtime, uh, with Becca getting the winner. So good, uh, really good stretch again. So I think we're we're, we're Pretty much the form team in the league at the moment, and uh, you know that seems to continue. And so let's start maybe the five double header guys. What do we, uh, yeah, what what do we think of that uh, that double header for? What do you reckon? Um, I was uh, I was obviously at the game. Um, it was a, it was it was a great game. Um, Brayhead was probably the, the 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 best place to be that that Saturday night. It was tight. From start to finish, basically, we just couldn't seem to shake Fife off at all in that game, um, and obviously we came out of the victory. So it was a, it was just a really good game from start to finish, Ross. Right, a different, a different Fife. I, I felt we faced that night as well. I mean, you could see from the, the last time they were at Brayhead where it was a bit more of a comfortable win, and they had yeah. they had a lot of their bodies back. You could see the the difference yeah, that made, and it was a yeah. Definitely made a difference having um, Fenucci and Blood off and Shaver. Blood off and Shaver as well. Yeah. Well, on the Fenucci, I know Colin wants to pick up on that. I know that there was uh, there was some there was some social media. Yeah, good team. Yeah, so um, you enjoyed the Hansen Fenucci. Yeah, I mean, I think that that whole part started because <coughs> Hansen had a there was a hit put on Hansen earlier on, and there was no call made. So when he chased back, Fenucci had something done to him, and then he was reacting. It was almost the two of them were just frustrated, and he hit Hansen as if what was going to happen, and Hansen was quite happy to go. And it was good to see because he was putting some rubbish up on Twitter about, or uh, about, um, it was the some they put something about beating us, and he was like, "Oh, I could think of nothing better with a fist," and <laughs> and you're thinking, uh, do you know what I mean? I've been to the toilet and seen scarier things than him, so, um, but he's, uh, yeah, I just thought it was good good seeing him, but in that game, for me, it was Shane Owen, apart from kicking the net off, God knows how many times, um, he again, for Fife, they always seem to have a good goaltender, yeah, and one of these guys that pulls off, I mean, I think we had 46 shots on him that night, 48 shots, sorry, and he saved. 46 now that's insane and that's again plus kicking it off about 40 times so when you put that all into account he's but he has he is for them he's a game save like a game changer and we played well I mean I think Fife only had like maybe 10 15 minute pocket of being on top but I thought we were although it was a good game end to end I thought we were very comfortable 
Conley again, Hansen was superb. I mean, I think you'd struggle to find a guy not putting his, his Tottenham's in at the moment. We seem to be playing as a team. Yeah. Um, everybody looks happy. Everybody seems to be rallying together for the cause. Everybody. So, it, the, 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 to give kudos to, to Clan Towers, if you would call it that, they have brought that buzz back to Brayhead. All the pre season kind of emphasis on bringing character back to Brayhead and everything else. Against Fife, the, uh, it was 2-1, was basically the arena was buzzing. It was it was good to see, and again, you're, I know you're always going to get that against teams like Fife, but I thought, I thought yeah. that they've definitely brought that feel-good factor back to, to Brayhead again. Yeah, I think the Shane Owen thing's probably even highlighted more the fact that, you know, I think well, her, a lot on social media, the Fife fans are are not particularly happy with their, their their D this year compared to last year. And I think, you know, Owen Owen does come up big it's a lot for them. But, but yeah, I think and I think well I think, you know, Rumpel as well, you know, I think, you know, came up big for us again as well. I mean, you know, maybe not under as much yeah. pressure, but you know, because Owen could see one goal was, was was a good performance, I think. Yeah. Phil we we put a lot of shots on Owen. <coughs> how how long into that game did we get the first goal? Can you remember? It's in the second period. Was it I because mm-hmm. I felt yeah. we had put a lot of shots on goal and he was things happening in that game and I thought the discipline was pretty good considering see, see watching that game that was probably the most exciting game that I've actually seen this season at Brayhead even though it was only 2-1 uh, it was just I found myself having to stand up because people in front of me kept standing up just good. it was just I was just Amazing, amazing I, think, I think it shows the quality of the league as well, and that's what you want. You know, I think you're starting to see that now more and more in this league. You know, you're seeing you know really good, good quality and caliber games, which is great. So that's good. Well, nice one. What about the the away the, the reverse fixture? There it was. A, it was unfortunately a, an overtime loss. So I mean, if you're going to lose, at least yeah. you know at least get a point. Um, in five, Chris, what did you make of the, the loss in five? Yeah, well, that was the first of all. Before we go into that, you know, Phil, <clears throat> as he opened the, the, the chart there, said you know that. Uh, Brayhead was a place to be on Saturday night. Well, I can only assume it's maybe for a two for one in the filling station yeah. because the five Bray, the Brayhead five game, sorry, Glasgow B five game was actually on Friday night. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> um, so, as I say, maybe players were doing two for one. I don't know. He gets but, too excited. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about the dinner before the game. You know that. He was so. bright bed. He nearly bust there before we finished speaking. <laughs> He's been on his phone just was, looking for that. I, I, I was just trying to hold it an old time. Anyway, moving on, so the Saturday night uh, up in up Concordia, um, uh, Glasgow clan, away to fight Flyers. Um, I was uh, big support for the, the away team for the clan, uh, making all making all the noise. Fifers were very very quiet throughout, apart from the usual kind of drivel that we hear from them. Um, yeah, uh, good performance. Five on five, clan were by far the better team. Uh, however, uh, when it came to special teams, um, I lost two quick goals on our first two penalty kills, which is really disappointing. Mm. Um, we, you know, I think we, we took the lead twice in a game. Um, <clears throat> went to OT. We were on. Uh, we were on the uh, on the power play ourselves, and uh, 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 Fenucci was able to skate through us in a breakaway and. Uh, 
seal the deal uh, for the Flyers on the night. Short-handed. Short-handed yeah, goal, yeah. yeah Short-handed goal. Um, obviously, the, the, the Fife fans were very happy and uh, some um, perhaps over-exuberant and, and their, um, their two-fingered salutes. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's for me, that's more of a duck's party. You, you go to Fife and that's the least you expect. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what got me about the game was the empty, empty seating in the Fife end, actually. It's quite, you know, um, not as uh, populous as it normally is for them. Mm. When the, when the big team in Scotland come take a cod so um, but yeah listen as a point as an overtime point we'll take the point listen anybody who's going to carry on this chat anybody who, who went to 9 points out of 10 and needs a head ready to be honest on a, a nice a nice good point for the clan in Kirkcaldy see a back to back games though if you'd have said before it we'll get 3 points out of 4 and you'd have taken it you'd have bitten your hand yeah, I think the, 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 yeah, the only slight disappointing thing is like you said it's the, it's the and we'll come to later on about the special mm-hmm. teams it's just you know, the, the, I think, you know, definitely a, a good, another solid performance in Fife, hard barn to play in, as we all know. Um, but, yeah, losing the, the shorthanded goal, you know, when you, you have that advantage is, is always a, a sore one. But, you know, these bounces don't always be. That one Aye, we have been. So, yeah. what goes around comes around. It does, it does, exactly, <laughs> yes. I mean, we can't be too down about that. And I think it was a, you know, a, yeah, difficult, a re- difficult place to go and it was a good, good, good performance. And then followed up that with a, another game, so three games. Oh, sorry, do you want to go something else, Chris? No, about? no, I was just, just about to chat about the next yeah, game, Yeah, well, really? that was that was the way down in, uh, in Milton Keynes. So a bit of a, a bit of a travel down there, but um, yeah, so what, what do we... Uh, well, I was just about to say in follow-up what Colin just said there about the, 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 the two and two nights and three yeah. points out of four. We actually made it five points out of six, three, three and three nights, which is really, really good going. Yeah. Um, Considering um, they've got to travel down there, but I think when they were saying about the MK, the OSC put up and helped them out, which you've got to kind of give credit say, for because that's obviously helped. Phenomenal, yeah. Um, so did they travel straight from five? Yeah, four o'clock yeah. in the morning they get into yeah. the hotel or whatever. Warrington was at some yeah. yeah. I mean, regardless where it was, the fact that they put the money up and given the guys a bit of time to relax and not have to get home. Get up early and then yeah, back out again. Back it it stops the bus, stops the bus legs, but it reduces it. Yeah. Um, and I think like they've got to take a lot of credit for that because they've obviously they've done that thinking ahead. And to be fair, we had quite a busy schedule up until that point. And Ridiculous. I think after that MK game, I mean the boys must have been knackered. Well, I, I watched the game on the on the webcast, and and you know the, the reason I say you know kudos to the the OSC for doing it is that. We we did look tired, you know. We did. I could see in the game we weren't. It wasn't comfortable. It was it was a tough game. Uh, I think again, I think we played well, and but you could you could you could see some of the tiredness and fatigue in the game as well at points. So I think all these little things help. Um, but you know that was a, I mean it was you know it was a, a great win down there for two. But nice to see Gary Russell getting. I mean you know it's, it's a a three game weekend. That's the I think that's the first time we've seen Russell used that way, which is which for me is. I think it's a really positive thing. I, I think we can trust him. You know, I, I really do. I, 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 he's not let the clan down very often. So, what do we think about about Russell using him, and, and why do we think you know timing wise it's been it's been now? Well, I think you know it goes back to what we said earlier. It's three and three. Um, Milton Keynes, with all due respect, and as what we've spoken about before, are the worst team in the league. So, if there's going to be a game, you you, you start Gary Russell. It will be that game, mm. and they obviously, as you say, never let us down. He's one of the better backups in the league, and um, for the time and effort he puts into uh, uh, committing himself to the clan, he certainly deserves some ice time. So good old. Yeah, I think so. I think I think it's just interesting the timing. I think there's, you know, I think I just wonder, just 
just as me just thinking about it, um, with Pete Russell is you know with you know we've all we've, we've talked a lot about Rumpel's you know form and and the fact that he maybe took a bit of he's taking time to find his confidence and find his rhythm and his groove and. I think I do think our D took a bit of time to find their groove as well, and they maybe clicked a little bit before Rumpel stepped up. But I just wonder if maybe part of the reason that he's had less chances is that Russell maybe felt he want he needs to get Rumpel's confidence up, and you know, and maybe he's a confidence player. So I just I just thought that that was interesting because we had three game weekends before. I remember one particularly we had MK at home, and I thought this is a good chance for Russell to get a game, and he didn't get he didn't get in at that point. Um, so I just wonder maybe that was part of uh, of, of the coaches thinking maybe on yeah. that. But we're, yeah, just just. You've got to say as well, like Russell being in is one. Like, I do agree. I think he does need ice time, and and it does love the crowd at home as well when you see him coming on. Um, but you're right, the three and three, and it just shows the coaches got confidence in him to stick him in at the start because he, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, and it also maybe shows that Rumpel's confidence is a lot better. The fact that he is doing that. So the other thing, just to kind of mention quickly as well, is when you're talking about the D had been a bit shaky. Obviously we've had injuries, but Tansky stepping into D has been the, the pretty, have a pretty formidable. Full squad going down no. to Milton Keynes. No. Was no. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah, but I think I think it's good to see Russell getting. I just think you know I've I've read it a lot and I've been you know I watch a lot of the NHL as well. They say that you know three games in three days for a goalie is, is you know psychologically it's very challenging. So I think it's good to have that. It's good to know that Russell can use that if he feels that that Rumpel needs a needs a hand there because you know that's and I think that's it's, it's, it just strengthens our squad and I, I also think it just just keeps guys pushed as well which I think is good you know so um, yeah it's just as well with Rumpel's confidence being so high at the moment uh, he goes into that third game and there's a bit of burnout there his confidence could take a bit of a hat and yeah. kind of maybe back to square one it just shows I think that they've got a you can see the togetherness of the team the fact that that happening when you're saying about his confidence they, they can see that like as in they know do we need to do this or do we need to but you've got to take your hat off to Pete Russell that's experience though I think you should kind of know that was it Doucette that got a double down there yes he's now started putting the pot in the net I think Doucette's been Excellent. Yeah. Last four yeah. games. And, t- and he's been excellent two way. He's yeah. not just that way. He's been excellent. Yeah. But I think yeah. that that's the big difference. But you notice? Know, isn't it? I don't know. Is yeah. he get faster over the last? It's not even his goal scoring. It's his set up play. I've never noticed him as a. Like, you <coughs> mentioned it, Chris. It was about a bit of speed demon, and I hadn't really seen it. Maybe because you mentioned I've been looking for it more. But um, yeah, I definitely think. He's not getting faster in the last two weeks. That's not what I'm saying. But no. in, in the match, yeah, in the match, he's um, you definitely see the speed is there. I just haven't noticed it as much before. Yeah, for sure. I think the final thing I'll say about the MK game, just briefly, and that's another shout out, shout out to our third line. Who it was a uh, we were they, they you know towards the end of the game they're looking to pull their goalie and our third line took I count it sixty seconds they took off the clock at the end of the game by just having the puck down on the boards and working it back and forth, which they do. At, 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 you know. I know we can shy away from saying it, but you know, anyone to prove me wrong, show me a better third line in this league. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think our third liner, they're up there, and they just were. And when the guys' legs were tired and stuff, they just took sixty seconds. They couldn't get their goalie. They're not the biggest Amazing. either, are they? But they're quite Amazing. a gritty wee line. Amazing. And it's not just the grit. I think it's 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 the it's their stick, their skill, and the stick, the way they use the puck, 
on the boards, I, they're as good, the best line we have on the boards. Yeah, they just, unbelievable the way they work it around the boards and draw draw defenders in and just, you know, keep the puck moving and find each other. It's uh, great to watch. Pat and Baker, telepathy, <laughs> <laughs> is there with that third line by maybe Bierum and Hansen. It's, Definitely. It's just, it's so there, it's money, Pat and Baker. You, you noticed recently as well, Connolly and Doucette seem to find each other it's from nowhere. It's getting there. The two of them almost clicking now, if you know yeah, what I mean. It's getting I'm there. I'm not saying they were yeah. never clicking, but they look as if they've got a wee bit of chemistry. Yeah. I, I think, though, Doucette is the one that's having to change his game to marry up. Mm. Conley. Conley. I think so, yeah. I, I, think. I think anybody who will ever play with Conley the rest of his career will have, have to change <laughs> that yeah. his style of play because the wee man's not changing Aye. for anyone. No. And I wouldn't want him he's entertainment from oh, he's, season. Yeah. He, he, he's the guy on the ice that can do something that nobody else nice can do. I agree. And he's, he's he shows it. Yeah, he does. I just like He's great. Yeah, he's great. Okay, then we move on to the Storm game. This we had the Storm and the and Dundee game this weekend. So a four point weekend, which is nice. Um, I think that's it's a great weekend. And the Storm game was it was was highlight again. Another game at Brayhead where you're saying you're absolutely happy to pay your money. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, six four win, plenty goals, lots of. Uh, Lots of action as well. You know, we know Storm are a physical team, and and I, again, what I love about this team is we're, we're we can we don't have to worry about that. We don't seem to worry. We don't need to worry about teams being physical. We can cope with it, and we still try and play our games. So it was a yeah, a great game to watch. What was the what was the thoughts on that performance? Do we enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, very much. Um, once again, I think I said it last week and stuff. You know, it really is. Uh, Brayhead for thrills. You know, everyone who goes to watch the clan at the moment has been entertained. <coughs> Um, pretty much from first to last. Um, regarding the game itself, um, the final score was six four. But in all honesty, I thought we were we were way better value than that. Um, it could easily have been seven three or even eight two on the night. Sure, we lost a couple of quick power play short well, short handy goals. Well, on the power play, on the short hand, we lost power play goals. Put your teeth back in. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I so, um, yeah, which was disappointing, but, you know, nobody panicked. And then uh, uh, Becca got us into the game towards the end of the period with a really well-taken goal. And from there on in, you know, Manchester do what Manchester do. They try and rough and tumble teams. Um, we kept our discipline quite well. Um, we found a penalty kill when we had to. And uh, it, was, it was a lot more comfortable than a six-four line score suggests. Yeah, I'd say so. And I think the interesting thing, remember the, I think the last time they were at Brayhead, they did the same thing. We were completely dominant, and then they scored. I think it was three goals in the bounce yeah. there. They went three 0 up really quickly, and it kind of you had that feeling there, a little bit of anxiety as a fan, where you're like, oh, here we go again, because they're going to just shit, they're going to lock this game down now. And I think Becca's goal was 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 huge for us yeah, at that exactly point. It was that, good. Oh, huge! And I think it's good to see that it says something about the character of a team that you know that they're not you know that they realised maybe last time you know how Manchester played that. I think we just we stuck to our we stuck to our systems and kind of wore them down. Yeah, I, I do know that uh, in the post-match interview, Russell did say um, basically they got two two shots, two yeah. goals and two shots. Uh, just you were saying that nobody was panicking. I was panicking <laughs> because we were dominating that game. Yeah. And given was uh, spotting everything basically, uh, and I was I was starting to kind of panic a bit because I just didn't see a way back into it. So just going back to the Becca goal was, was that a pivotal moment in the game. I think so. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah. I think yeah, I think it, they're one of those teams as well. I mean, you talk about Ginn actually, you know, and he's he's shown himself to be a pretty top goalie in this league. His save percentages is not far off guys like Bounds, you know, and he's 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 coach, yeah. he's coach, he is the best goalie yeah. in the league. He yeah. said it, he said yeah. it hundred and fifty times. Yeah. You know, and, and he, <laughs> you, you, it's you the see, first thing he says when he gets up in the morning yeah. and the last yeah. thing he says when he goes to Well you say you say something <laughs> often enough it becomes the truth, Chris, you know that. Exactly. So, yeah. and he, he used yeah. to say that about yeah. Kyle Jones as well. That's true, yeah. But no, but he's, he's a good goalie. But I think it's good that we're, you know, we're starting to. You know, I think our offense is so potent at the moment. You're seeing we're we'll able to, you know, we're not worried about that. But I think you're right. I think the game was the scoreline flattered them. I thought absolutely. I thought we we played really well and we're in relative control. But um, but they, they are a wee bit of they've been a wee bit of a problem for the storm this year. As in, you know, results wise, they've, they've caused us some issues this year. So it's good to see us finding a way to to, to kind of turn that around. Yeah, when I was watching that game, Ross. Um I've spoke about Storm before, and I was saying like that, that kind of top top line I've got, like the, the point getters, the point getters, the goal getters, whatever way you want to call it. Um, but uh, watching that game on Saturday, Saturday yeah. was it? Um, what they've got the best fourth check in the league, yeah. and that is why they win games. It's, it's not really just that top line. It is the the full ch- it's the best full check in the league. You're hit at least three times before you're out of your zone. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe something we should take a look at, a look at. Uh, not in the third line because our third line do it. Yeah. Um, but maybe the the rest of the guys maybe should have a wee look at that. The rest of the, the uh, Glasgow guys and because that that's probably how they get. I think that could work against teams like Guildford and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it would work us doing it to Manchester or Nottingham because yeah. they're far bigger. Yeah, I think, I th- I th- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think, Finnerty, Ryan Finnerty himself, getting interviewed on TV after the Guildford live TV game a few, couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, basically said about how you know his game plan was. He knows that they don't like the back check. They knows that they don't like going into dirty areas in the corner. They would rather stick a rather put a stick in there and trying to fish the, the puck out than actually put their body in the line yeah. so that's a whole game plan it works against some and it, it doesn't work against others you know yeah exactly yeah but no, it was a good it was a good win and I think yeah it was uh, yeah Tansky's goal for me yeah a big moment uh, it was a great celebration as well it was really good to see that and um, it was it was just a, it was such an important goal as well you know it was um, Pe- you know Peacock's goal I've, I don't know if anyone has watched it back I have to, yeah. I still, I'm still a bit mystified how to that, how that's been given. And you know, I, I'm. Well, yeah. you try to quote songs. The interesting thing for me, yeah. <laughs> from yeah. where I was sitting, right, is that the referees indicated they were going to send it to uh, to, to look at yeah. yeah. uh, off ice, um, but then they kind of conferred and then decided it was a goal without yeah. actually going to look the, look at the VT. I was the VT down? They just yeah. gave it. Oh, right, okay. But I did see in the highlights, Chris, I've seen your reaction to that because the camera's right behind you. Oh, right. <laughs> and you've seen the big hands up yeah. <laughs> at the bottom of the screen when it was uh, in the Aye, I think it, it looked, so it looked to I, me. I was looking at you, mate, to see if it was in or not. <laughs> mate, you always look at me. He always does, mate. Yeah, yeah, especially like, after a few beers, I can't take your eyes off it. But I, I watched it back and it just looks like, I mean, peak. It's another song called. That is another one. Right. It looks like the puck's up, the puck's under again, and then you know it looks like Peacock gets pushed into him, yeah, but, but th- that takes if, the puck. If, yeah. if Peacock was pushed by one of them into Gin, then yes. goal stands. But I don't see, know. be fair, I, I, it's I, one I, that we've 
Pompa We've got, but how many times has something like that went against us? It'll all balance up. Well, so. yeah, it's one of. But you know what? The, the, the only the, the positive thing was, you know, I'm delighted the goal was given. But the be- better thing about even the goal being given was Ryan Fernandez's reaction. I was just watching him going absolutely bananas. Um, yeah, which was which was good fun. But yeah, it was a it was a good win. So completely off topic. But you know, Ryan Fernandez's going mega great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. since he's real, he's like you know almost almost Spend a silver fox getting. Oh, it's close. Yeah. He's hair all shaved. Charity thing, That's it, I've seen it all now. There you go. See, Phil, Phil, Phil keeps an eye on Ryan for his hair. He's always that. Yeah. Falls him on Twitter, mate. Don't worry. Um, and yeah, and then last night, so finish up just with the, the, the kind of finish up with the games is the Dundee uh, game last night um, in Dundee, a 4 3 overtime win. So a, a, another hard fought win. Dundee have been a, a fairly decent run themselves. Um, you know, we didn't get the the regulation win to clinch the, the conference, but that, that now rolls over Tuesday, which, you know, feel sorry for the fans that travel down there to see it, but nice that we might get to see that at, at, at home would be and then nice. And well see yeah, it at home. Exactly, there you go, there's the conference. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was a good win. What did we do? What did we think? Any thoughts about the game last night? Um, pretty t- Yeah, pretty tough one. I, 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 I enjoyed it. I thought we, I thought we played a pretty solid game. Um, it was, yeah, we, again, maybe lost a couple of... So- First couple of goals were pretty soft. We just got switched off a little bit, but that maybe down to tiredness. But I think, um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a it was a good performance. I thought, um, and uh, and it was great. Uh, Becker's going overtime was just. I mean, he's he's on a different planet at the moment. That guy, you know what I mean? He's um, he's just when he's in front of nets, like everything slows down, and he just picks a spot. It was um, it was like oh mate, it was it was yeah, it was incredible, absolutely incredible to watch. Um, the guys are pulling together, obviously. Earhart, long term injury, and yeah. we lost Peacock as well. <coughs> exactly, yeah, a couple uh, of guys. Do we, do we know what's up there, Tart? No, I mean injuries. That's a, it's a bit of a black hole. It's a bit frustrating, I guess, not to to know. You know, if it's a, you know, usually you might get something like, you know, it's week to week, or you know, or it's more long term. So, it, you know, it's hard to say. But it, it would be nice to know as a fan, you know, where, where he is. There was talk of him maybe it was out for the warm up in Dundee. I don't know if that's true, but, but, um, but yeah, it's. Um, it's a bit frustrating not to know at the moment as a fan, I think. And, you know, deadline is Wednesday to bring players in. And we mentioned in the last podcast about, you know, maybe being proactive. So it'd be, it would be a big boost, I think, for the club if a we European, got somebody in. You know? A European D-man that's did have the visa problems and you get him in fairly quick as a spare import if it comes to it. Or even, not even a spare import, it, like, it keeps guys on their toes. Like, the forwards and stuff are always, like, you always have that com- competition because first, second and third and they'll always got what, what climb lines. The D guys will get their parents. So see if you've got a spare import almost looking over your shoulder, it gives you that maybe we added incentive to keep going. Because see if you have a bad couple of games, they could just scratch you and put him in. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I just do I do hope we get something in that me preferably I'm not wanting an axe murderer or anything like that. I want somebody like a stay at home D man, somebody with a bit of size, maybe six four ish. But somebody that can stay home because apart from Fitzy, we don't really have anyone that can clear the crease. We don't. Goodwill does it to be fair, but we yeah, do I need like someone it. with a bit more stature that maybe kind of goes to bodies Mate, a bit stop. more. Scott Tansky's got it. Don't worry, he's no, been sensational. I mean, Tansky's been outstanding <laughs> in defence, and to be fair to him, he seems to be a guy. Regardless where you put him, he puts hundred and ten percent in. Yeah, and he's good. He's Mate, he's, he's, he's got that's how people say Tansky has got quality he's, he's an all rounder like he's, he's maybe not like he's like Becky brilliant at one thing but he's just all round <coughs> game is excellent he's, he's got he's a threat he, he's, yeah. he always looks when he's going to, he's, got, he's got a move to get around a guy he looks he, you know he, he seems confident shooting in front of net and, and he's you know he does the does the dirty part of the game as well as anyone and he's 
I just call him the, again. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I've not seen him lose a fifty fifty this season. So he's like the energizer bunny, and he animal. just does not yeah, stop. Yeah, animal he is, but yeah, but um, but it was good to get an overtime win as well. So I think you know something as clan fans look. If we think back, I remember you know before this season particularly. Any time we went to overtime or penalty shots, you'd be We're going, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> um, so I think Stevie, at the, at one of the breaks on, uh, on Saturday, the Storm game, was, was asking to look into that. And I had a, I had a look at some of our records, and, and historically, our, you know, some of our, our overtime records and shit records are pretty poor. But this season, it seems that we... We're going into those overtime games and or shootouts. You're going, yeah, I think we can we can get something here, which is nice. And we did it. I mean, Becker's goal was just, I said, delicious. Um, so yeah, and um, and and Rumpel's coming up big in those in those moments in the shootouts as well as you know when it's three on three hockey, it's you know a lot to do with goaltending as well. That's so. that's that's always been the strongest part of Rumpel's game. I think. I think uh, so. One on one situation. Uh, I don't think we've really done the better, but I've seen one on one. there for 
still over a point a game. I know. He is, aye. I think it feels like him and Becker have switched roles a little bit, right? You know, Becker's putting the points up and Pitt's putting more assists, and it's like, yeah. you know, and it used to be the other way around. It's, you know, what do you yeah. think about it, Chris? What do you make of it, Pitt's Pitt form? Yeah, yeah, it's. Um, I'm not slightly concerned, and I'm sure he himself will be his biggest critic. Mm. I saw, I spoke to Scott Pat actually at the bar um, um, a few weeks ago, and he was a little bit critical of himself, although his form had improved at that point. Uh, I watched him up in five and thought he was pretty anonymous for the whole game. Sure, as Phil says, the effort effort levels are not to be questioned, but the, the end product just um, hasn't been there of, of late. Is it our expectations that are too high, though? No, well, but he's, he's set the expectation because of what we know he can do. No, I know, but if you look at the start of the season, Matt Becker was pretty anonymous. And look at him now. Pitt, at that point, was putting the puck in the net. Vaclav Stupka again went through a stage where he was outstanding and took a dip and then he's come back into it again these guys are bound to have yeah, yeah. I mean don't get me wrong he's still setting up a lot he's not scoring but he's still as you said contributing so he's I mean, a, do you know the difference I would say Connie you're absolutely I totally agree with all that I think what, what, what maybe I'm alluding to is like Scott Pitt is, is and it's the set up plays fine and there's, there's little things that maybe aren't quite coming off and you know sometimes if somebody just wants a goal they're maybe trying a wee bit too, too hard, hard but He's had a number of situations in games where he's been like one on one, and and you're just going pit, you're going. Usually you're going goal, yeah. and and he's he's not scoring any of them. So yeah. you can see there's something though, you know, maybe psychologically, he just feels like he's not confident. Whereas Beck at the moment, every time you just you just go, yeah, this is you know it's gonna it's gonna end up the back of the net. So it's just interesting you, you, to. You would say Scott Pat, and you just thought sniper. Aye, mm. and it's not the case at the yeah. moment, but. No doubt Scott will just keep digging in uh, yeah. and he'll, he'll be back. And, yeah, and he contributes otherwise, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah but, but maybe related point to that, which will be our next one, is special teams. So we'll start with the power play. Um, and I think Pitt is usually a big a big factor in our power play. Historically, it's always been, you know, one-timers. He's I can't, he scored countless, I can remember, one-timers. Yeah, but uh, but missing, we'll miss it. Power play's really dipped at the moment, I think, and, and missing Erdhart, I think, right? I mean, he's he's we seem to really miss his presence on the, on the power play. What do we think? He's a quarterback I think, for me. Yeah. yeah, I think he's one of these guys in both PK and power play, but <coughs> yeah. from a power play perspective, yeah, I think his organisation of it and how it runs, if you actually watch him during the power play, he's almost dictating where everybody goes. I, I, I happened to watch him before he got injured and I, and I kind of was trying to pay attention to him because somebody had mentioned it to me and when you watch him, he seems to almost orchestrate how the power play goes and he's he's very it's probably the one of the best bits of his game between that and his wee poke checks but um, yeah I think our power play has been awful since he's been out you, you think we're overplaying it now do you not think we should be putting more shots in the net I know me and you speak about it Ross and we feel that we should wear them down more I do yeah but <coughs> I'm starting to think maybe we need to start putting it on net a bit but if you put it on net They'll, they'll glove it and get a line change. I, I, I sometimes yeah. think what we what we lack, and I've said it from day one, is a true power forward, a unit that you can sit in front of the goaltender and slap shot all day and he can't see it. Let's see like a Marquardt type guy or like a Doty that we had last year, something of that size, not somebody that can batter for like two but goalies last year and Doty. I know. <laughs> but I think, I think, I don't know, I think the power play, I, I, I do think, you know, I, I think you need to try and wear teams down. I think the, my, my biggest observation since our heart's been out is we're struggling to transition it into the zone comfortably and, and, and get possession comfortably. That that's where I think the biggest thing I think Erhart is a fantastic skater. He would 
you know, often just take two guys on and take them out of the game. Um, and I think that you know having I, I feel our power plays at the best personally when him and Stannis are both on the ice yeah. and they're both on the point because they're, they're, they can both hit a boomer uh-huh. and, and I think the, the other teams and then you've got guys like Pitt and Becca and whether it's Stupka or Conley or, or Doucette as the three forwards <coughs> I feel we really miss that at the moment and you know don't I mean Wilson's got a decent shot but I just feel Erdhart's got that he's got that laser pass as well where he could find somebody like Scott Pitt for the one timer and I just feel that we you know the transition in has just not been as good and we maybe need to find if he's out longer than we think I do think it's something we need to solve because it's it's really we are really struggling to to be to even look threatening if I'm being honest what do you think Chris? the power play is a lot slower when mm. Earhart isn't the team you know the movement the, the passing it's yeah. just not as big a threat as we, <coughs> as we could be um, yeah so please come back soon Travis yeah hopefully let's hope so um and then the, the the penalty kill. The other side of that. So the penalty kill. We've we've um, a, a, statistic wise, it, it was it was down in the seventies. I think it's back at eighty percent now. But you know, I think in the, the recent games, as you mentioned, the Fife game, we lost a couple. The um, Storm. Storm game, we lost a couple of power play goals, and it just it just seems in the PK we're struggling a bit. And I know I mean, Erdart would would play on some of those units as well, but I wouldn't I wouldn't cite him as our maybe our main PK man. I'd, I'd cite more Tansky, Haywood kind of types, and maybe even the guys like Stupka that are you know the ones that are going to work hard. Um, but yeah, what what do we think about um, what do we think about the PK? I, I can't really fathom that one out. Why wow. why my PK is so bad? Just the names you mentioned there. He's and then you've got the third line guys as well. Yeah, can I play quite a lot of power play minutes? So I don't really know what's what's the cause of it. Well, I think what got to me in the five game in particular was that we lost the power play goal pretty quickly mm-hmm. you know within the first 20-30 seconds yeah. and that's basically <coughs> down down to losing the initial face off mm-hmm. isn't it you know, yeah. you know if you win the face off you can park it down the other end of the ice um, so then they've got to transition in yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got, you know, they've got to then, then you know, adapt our game and try and make sure they're not offside etc etc so um, yeah I, I guess you're looking at I mean, there's so many different variables to it, but I guess winning the winning the the first face off is uh, is massive to any penalty kill. Mm. The face offs in general haven't been great of late. I don't think, and like open play as well. Yeah. See what you think though. Like we're talking here about the penalty kill, right? And we're saying about about how it's been poor and whatever else. When has it been poor against what teams? Because the teams that we've lost power play goals to have decent power play statistics. I don't think so Storm are not that good, are they? I mean, they're not. Well, okay, Storm is a is an anomaly, right? But guy, teams like Guildford. I mean, Fife. Fife. I mean, is it just their power plays good? I, I think I think teams like Cardiff and Bell. I think that you know you can look at the top power plays in the league and you go, you kind of have to say you have to give them a little bit of respect. But I think. I think the reason we're saying it is that the power, I think our penalty kill was really solid for a while there, and it just seems that. And, and do you know what? The fact is, I'm not saying that Erdhart's not our main guy, but he is one of the core D pairings. So it could be that's just knocking a lot of things off with the, with the D pairings, and you know, because the, the other guys haven't changed. Do you know what I mean? We still have the same guys, like you said, Bjerre and Hansen are on there a lot. You've got you know, you got Tansky, Haywood, those guys on there. But um, so yes, yeah, it, it, maybe it is a factor with Erdhart not being there with a D man down, and I know Tansky's in there pulling a shift. Maybe he's not able to, to support in the way he normally does. So it's, it's maybe one to look look out for if if we don't have Erdhart back quickly. But um, but yeah, just you know, one, sure, I'm sure yeah. Russell will be working on it. 
Yeah, and I think it's you know again we're seeing this and we're winning games, so I mean it's not it's not it's not a you know we just don't we'd love to it's all we're complaining it's, for complaining sake. You know? It's not complaining. It's more more out of interest. I think and you know as a fan you observe things and you want to kind of understand it better and, and discuss it. So you know I think it's um, it's just interesting to see the special teams because I think we were you know I think our power play was looking pretty good um, and same with their penalty kills. So let's hope that 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 uh, that does improve over we've got a big week ahead. So we need need to especially against yeah. the teams like Belfast and. You know, Playing teams like that, you you need to special teams can be the difference in these games, you know. So um, it's, it's really pretty important. Especially as, as we get um, to the latter stage of these six <coughs> or nine, you, you really need to start taking yeah. advantage of special teams. Yeah. Because we'll we'll move the legs for it. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So before we we preview our upcoming games, I think it's maybe important to talk about the there was a bit of controversy. I mean, we always like to look around the league. Uh, I think the biggest thing to talk about is it's fairly obvious um, what happened in Fife yesterday or last night uh, with the Storm game. Um, so I'm, I'm, I know we've all seen it and we've been discussing it on WhatsApp all day. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, for those that don't know what happened or haven't had a chance to see it, at the, the end of the game there was... Um, I there was skated to the wrong side of the... Yeah, there's, well, there was there was there was a bit there was a fight and and subsequent you know other fights as well and and some pretty you know pretty unsavoury stuff going on um you know you know both teams involved but um but yeah on the ice on the ice this is on the ice usually it happens before before the man of the match and then Dame Byers has come out today and made a statement to say he he mistakenly went to the wrong end of the ice and that's where it all kicked off because they were chirping at him the five five players that is so. Um, what what guys? Just we'll keep it relatively brief, but good to comment on it. Chris, what's your what's your take on the thing? You heard Todd's interview as well, maybe about you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they kinda, you know, he's talking about goon hockey and, and going back in twenty years, etc., uh, which is you know really disappointing. Um, obviously, we haven't seen the start of the incident on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. We're just seeing the, 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 the not the aftermath as such, but when the punches start going and pushing, etc., etc. Um, yeah, I mean, it gets back to, I mean, I, I, the, the, the whole post-game handshake thing as well, is I've never really been a fan of it, to be honest with you. Sure, maybe after a playoff series is won and lost, have a post-game handshake, but there's there's so many different things, you know, where tempers are still, you know, somewhat at boiling point, and you'd, mm. you'd expect to shake a guy's hand who's tried to clobber you potentially five minutes ago, or, or left one on you, where... The only, the only person we know who's, who's, who's trying who's the, the, if they deliberately try to injure the guy is the guy you're shaking hands with. So I just think the whole the whole shaking hands thing is is, is not necessary anyway. Um, and saying that, I was going to say sorry, Chris. You could say that though, but look at enforcers; they fight each other and then slap each other in the back after it. Yeah. It's no different to that. I mean, I think part of the thing I like about hockey is the fact you know. You know, I, I, I play a lot of competitive sports, and I think you know the way I see sport is it's a war for whether it's sixty minutes, ninety minutes, whatever length you're playing, and then at the end of it, there's that respect between teams. And I know you're right. Sometimes there's some unsavory stuff that's going on. Sometimes that goes over maybe where it should go in the game, and and that's where it can be tough. But you know, I think you know you've you've seen guys maybe skate, skating off and not want to shake hands before, which can happen. But I, I, I like the fact that the, having that ethos in hockey and. I think what well, happened then, last night seems that, unnecessary. That, that, that then leaves the possibility of yeah. something like last night happening, you know. So, so what, what was your take on the... My take on it, it just looked completely unnecessary. The 60 minutes had, got, had come and gone, the game was over, 
and Manchester. Uh, I mean, the, the whole thing came out this morning from Dame Byers saying the video shows that I went the wrong way and stuff. But Dame Byers is a big boy, right? Dame Byers, as much as he hasn't really done it in this country, Dame Byers has fought a lot of big guys in, yeah. over in North America. <coughs> so he's no shrinking violent in his own right. Now, if, if a five player really, really wanted to pop at Dame Byers, Dame Byers is more than capable of actually standing up for himself. And more than likely winning the fight as well. Mm. So with that in mind, why does it involve guys like Springer and uh, Earhart and all these other guys to get involved in something which has nothing to do with them? To me, it just uh, it's, a, it's a bit of good hockey. It's a bit of goonery. Someone yeah. mentioned last uh, on Twitter. I didn't see the game. I just seen all these highlights of these guys like mm-hmm. hugging and dancing a bit nice. But basically, the um, they were saying that the officiating was poor during the night. Again, there was calls missed, there was everything. So, again, does it go back to the officiating that's been poor again that we had commented on prior to it and because of that causing things to spill over? Because we'd mentioned it before, Connolly gets punted about the ice week in, week out, but because he's a wee bit more gobby or whatever else, they seem to just let these calls go. Not all the time, but... Do you know what I mean? So, hi. Uh, I'm getting waved at here. Um, so, I mean, I think w- what people were saying, or some of the smarter Fife supporters were saying it was maybe the officiating that's caused it. It's not just a one-horse race, like as in Manchester done this. Fife stood in front of them and done the same stuff back. And okay, there's no excuse for Springer punching someone or gloving somebody in the face. Um when it's somebody like well it was Finucci so we can maybe give him a pass at that but he was um, being held back like he was being held at the time that was the some uh, of the dishes with that yeah. Yeah. so yeah. Um, so yeah I, I, they were saying about this, the officiating for me it, it's the poor officiating because Copeland's name was mentioned again was he officiating last night he in the was, first game and Toby could get and it's not it's well. no coincidence that his name's coming up constantly mm-hmm. throughout games all over here so I've I, I seen something on Twitter <coughs> and it was about the referees and these apparently, according to this thing I read on Twitter these refs are on 150 quid a night and a, lines, a linesman's on 75 quid a night see for that reason alone these guys are above criticism for me they're doing, that, they're, they're doing this to help just basically make these games happen but they're not making a fortune um, that's probably their travel's probably not even included in that do you know what I mean I, you just cannot I, I just I was I was one for like digging into Hallis and that and see, see once I read that about how much these guys get paid I just I'm that never, never ex- going to moan about another that, that doesn't excuse honestly. poor officiating if, no, you're, if you're going to do it do it don't do it and be rubbish I think that highlights a complete underinvestment in, in, in officiating in the UK yeah. uh, so it does and I think it it goes back to my point again about you know when we spoke about Edinburgh, you know putting players off coming here, um, when 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 you get guys here go back home in the off season, and they talk about the merits of of living <coughs> here and, and working here and being here in the language etc, which are all pluses, and then they talk about officiating and their bodies might think you know I'm not going there. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I think I see it two ways. I think I agree. I totally agree with you. I think that's an underinvestment. I think it's hard to hold these guys. As accountable, if 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 the investment in them's not there, and I think you know, I think I think that is, I think you saw Rose Rosell had a statement out or an interview, out and and he mentioned that and yeah. talked about it, and guys like Jay Rosell saying that you're kind of going, 
like you say, that that's the sort of thing these guys talk about. Um, on last night, as much as you know, we've seen loads of games refereed poorly. I don't think it's an excuse for the behaviour. Oh, no. I think you know, no, I know you're not saying it is, but is it a contributing factor? Maybe, but yeah, I think the, to the me, players are professionals. So exactly, professional. and that's what I think. I think last night, to me, you know, Byer's statement to me, personal opinion on it is it, it seemed like a bit of BS to me, but it's a bit of cop out, isn't it? It just seemed that way, and I think it's one of those things. I think everyone knows. The, the way the storm play, they know the kind of day, and just you know, it's no no surprise to anyone the way that we saw them at the Brayhead the night before, um, and it seems to me that that, that things have boiled over. I don't think Fife are completely innocent. I think some of the Fife players are are are, are going to be on the hook as well for it. Um, but yeah, certainly the storm guys didn't. They just didn't, you know, didn't do themselves any favors there. Already having reputation, and you look at the penalty minutes in the league. The three guys are by far the top penalty minutes in the league for that very reason. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a surprise. These are the guys that are involved in this type of stuff, and I think Todd. You know, I I tend to side with Todd on this. Is where I think they seem to be the only team in the league. They kind of stick out like a sore thumb now. Whereas three years ago, they didn't, and I, you feel like the league's moving on from that. So it's going to be interesting to see how the league deal with it. The, the danger, if you're going to hammer <coughs> Manchester week in week out, you're taking a portion, a section of the entertainment out the game. That me and Colin love so dear. I love it as well. I think it's, I do. I love That's it. What I'm I do saying. love you it. You can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night was overboard, but Storm have been getting this flack all season for just rubbing folk up on the ice. Just on ice stuff is like. Not actually that many fights, have they? Um, they had a, a fair few. I think, to be fair, Phil, see a brave head on Saturday. I, I actually thought there was a lot of big hits, but I thought pretty much all of them were clean. I don't have a major. I don't mean major issues with the start. I, I don't mind that. I think the. I think what Todd was sort of saying is that kind of stuff. It's like that is you're getting back yeah. to some of the crew. You remember Nickerson off that's, the bed. You know, you, that's you, you, only once yeah. that's happened. Yeah. If they hadn't had the all the they've probably the most fights in the league as a team probably. I'd um, imagine so. so yeah. if, they never had all day fights. We wouldn't be making such a big deal about what happened last night. The same thing happened in Belfast uh, against Cardiff, did it not? Mm. Was it Belfast? Was it? Yeah, there was some that happened in Belfast. It was a big anyway, yeah. was and it, it was swept under Gilford? the carpet the next day Maybe. because the two teams aren't really known for having that sort of ruckus surrounding them. Yeah. So I think I think you're right. I think I think in this league there is there is a lot of that kind of persecution by reputation. I think yeah. Conley, you're right. I mean, the amount of cross checks, obvious cross checks I've seen in Conley this year, and he just gets nothing. And does he do himself any favors? Maybe not. But that's not the right way. That's not how your game should be officiated. And I think you're right. It's not fair to punish them harder because they're the storm. Yeah, but I think it's simple. They just yeah. need the league. Just need to look at it and go right. Those are the guys that have done the things that have made that, have made that, that event happen. Because most of the guys on both sides are, are not really taking part in any of that nonsense. There's just a few guys in the Storm team, and maybe one or two in the five, that they need to just be dealt with. And I'm sure the league will do that. But hopefully they won't be punishing the Storm because of their reputation. You just know? To, to go back to um, the clan, you were talking about Conley there. And I, I made the point to you on Saturday. Uh, Conley was getting... There was a couple of bad ones in Conley. There was a couple of fair ones on him as well, but there was a couple that, that were penalties. And then Conley retaliated you maybe seven or eight seconds after it, and he something nasty off the pop and you get the penalty against him. Now, I say I says to you, do you think Conley has to take a penalty to actually get a penalty the next time? Because it's starting to look that way. He was getting banged about all over the ice, and he was getting nothing. And I was kind of wondering... Maybe he has to sit in the box for them to kind of go... 
Maybe he thinks that. Maybe he thinks that. I don't know. To kind of second that, when you talk about Conley not getting anything, you've got Todd making a comment about saying punching someone with a glove on is, is whatever, goonery and all that kind of stuff. But when we played them, um, who was the, the, who's the boy up front looks like a giraffe, first wife? No, he's injured. To get oh, Crowder. 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 He punched Conley in the face with a glove and nothing got said about it. Okay, it wasn't a big stramash at the end, but he, yeah, it's open, openly happened. Yeah. So, like Phil says, like you need a bit of to and fro but as I said, the, the fight got stopped last night because Hutchins and the team got on the ice and pushed their players away. Finally, was seen laughing, walking across the ice as if he was enjoying it. So, <laughs> I, um. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe that's yeah, the identity. Yeah. It's Fife. So. That, that, yeah. that was just all Mexicute in the game. <laughs> that's that's it. Boys, if we lose, this is what's going to happen, right? That's it. Skate up the wrong end of the ice and then just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have them at the final whistle. That's it, whistle. absolutely, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Okay, so let's just finish up then. With, uh, we'll go back on, back on to clan matters. So we've got uh, Dundee at home tomorrow night. Um, so a big game to try and tie up the conference, which would be nice to get that done early. And then we travelled to Belfast on Thursday for the Challenge Cup semi-final, which is you know it's the biggest game of the season so far. And then and then we're Friday again against Belfast. Sorry, Saturday I think Friday off Saturday in the league in Belfast, and then Sunday at home at Belfast. So we're gonna it's gonna be it's a three-game series over four days. So um, what's the what's the thoughts over over the next week then? What what, what we what are we hoping for? What any any concerns? Oh. Yeah, I mean, my concern is I hope that they stay there on the Thursday because to travel back, to travel back out. You mean the Friday? I I think they, you know yeah, if they're yeah, playing on the Thursday, the, Thursday, Friday. The Thursday night, then and Friday night have to yeah, stay. Yeah, I mean Saturday. two nights, but you would think I hope when you so. take into account the travel going backwards and forwards is going to have its toll on the guys, whereas if they rest up. ジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェット
and that's been quite successful recently for mm. us so just keep doing it because they've done it a few years ago remember when Finnity put up some stupid thing in the scoreboard yeah. that they had a couple of goals leading yeah, it's like, like the game started and it backfired like, yeah, or that's right yeah. I, it was something daft backfired and it was just yeah. Do, do we think? Do you think that the, I mean, Peacock was in, was emitted from the game against Dundee yesterday. Do you think that was precautionary potentially with the Belfast game in mind? I would love to think they'll both be back, but um, who we'll knows? find it tomorrow night if they're yeah. skating tomorrow night. Well, I mean, it might be that he's saving that. I mean, it might be the one risk. I mean, if Erhart was on it, it might be the, the you know. I think I I would absolutely back that. Keep him fresh and, and have yeah. him for, for Thursday. Because yeah, you, know, you know, I think you know, at home against Dundee. You know, the way we're playing, we 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 hope not. It's by no means a gimme, but. You would hope we'd be able to cope, yeah. um, you know, without even if we had to cope without Erdhart in that game. I think against the Giants, like you say, I think that the, the, it's a double whammy. You lose a player like him on our special teams as well, but it's the, the ability to get the fourth line out and give the guys yeah. a bit of a breather against a, a deep, deep squad like Belfast. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's what you notice when you play Belfast and, and Cardiff is that they're just they are deep and they they roll the four lines and it's it's cool. hard going if you can't do it, you know. Um, and not to say you'll do it. Every every period on, on all those shifts, but it gives them having that ability to do it. I think would give us a big big lift. Yeah. yeah. So um, what what do we think then? Dundee, we confident of a win. Mm. Well, Dundee's number most of the season, so I don't see that yeah. changing. I think especially so. when it's at home, they want to pick something up at home. I'd imagine for the conference as well. Yeah, so the yeah. they want to raise it to. There's nothing better than winning it in your own yeah. house. Well, let's so. hope we get a big crowd I, I, I as well. Don't, I don't yeah. think this team Kids that we have this year mm-hmm. know how to not give 100% so yeah. I, I imagine we'll just I think I think it's two things one one you want one you want to go into the Belfast game on the back of a win and two yeah. the conference is there to be won so yeah. that would be a big lift so it gives you that that, that, that would be boost. a bit of a blow for them actually the conference is on the line because they might be thinking that we'll have an eye on Thursday yeah um, but the fact that the conference title's there to be won uh, I'm sure Pasha wouldn't have been best pleased when they found that out, but it could yeah. actually be one. Um, That's true, yeah. And what, what about the Belfast? I mean, I mean, the league games will, you know, they'll take care of themselves. We'll have to see what comes. But the big ones Thursday, do we do we think the boys can do it out there? I hope so. I, I, it, it just depends. I mean, I, I genuinely think if Belfast play at their, <coughs> their, their full capacity and really go at us, I think they could, they could beat us. Just purely for the fact that I think they've got strength and depth. Mm. Um, and they've got numerous guys that can rip you apart um, but in saying that we thought that in Cardiff and then we went down to Cardiff and won so I don't know I, 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 last, I, I, last 10 games we were the league team on form yeah. that's 15 15 is it there you go so we don't feel anyone other, other than by name we are favourites last 11 games we've won 9 and lost 2 but the 2 have lost have been in overtime so we've yeah. dropped 2 points That's in 11 incredible. games I, I think I think if I think if we are full strength I, I think I think we've got a great chance I, yeah. I really do have a feeling that we've got a great chance I think confidence is a big factor um, I'm not to say Belfast aren't playing with confidence but you know they, their their games are are, are pretty, all all seem pretty tight at the moment, so I think I think that you know they won't be looking forward to seeing us either. So um, you know, Plus, we owe them one. We do, I. We uh, owe them one. Let's let's hope we can do that. Okay, good. And then just just the final thing, just to mention, we, I thought we should mention it is a, a couple of things. So uh, yeah, Stephen Meyer going to be in the inducted the Hall of Fame. A change there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he'll be back in March for a game. So I'm sure he get a warm reception. March. Yeah, and then uh, the, the the GB team. I mean, what a result that was um, yeah. against a KHL. KHL team. Yeah, three on win. Remarkable. 
remarkable win, which um, I think you know we've got a, a more, even more invested interest in in that setup now with with, with Russell um, coaching them as well, which is um, you know I think it's it's just fantastic for British ice hockey, and um, it gets us a bit excited about you know maybe the the championships coming up as well. Um, I've been right in saying the GB of the Christie Blake. Ben Lake scored, yeah, he scored in the team, yeah. So I mean we've we're, yeah, I mean he's he's been excellent this year for Coventry, yeah. so it's good. But yeah, but listen, let's hope. Let's hope the boys can do it. Uh, we've got every confidence, uh, and let's uh, be nice to look forward to a, a, a final down in Cardiff. Um, I, th- I think we can do it, and uh, yeah, let's hope we, we get everyone back healthy and uh, have a good push to end the season. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, I'm on the clan. Cheers.